Good morning, gamers, and welcome to the very first episode of the Duo Cube podcast. In this series, Sheepy and Famita will be teaming up to discuss the latest and biggest events in the world of gaming. Here's how this podcast is going to work. Every week, we pick one recent headline to fully explore. We look at the companies, the people, and all other parties involved in that topic. We search for the big trends, the little details, correlations, patterns in data, and our personal experience as lifelong gamers. But first, an introduction. Vermita is a mechanical engineering student, providing a unique insight with his passion for both technology and gaming. As a result, he's our expert on the latest tech and trends in the gaming world. That wonderful introduction was given to us by the Sheepy. He's a law student, making him our expert on all legal matters to discuss in the gaming industry. He also loves to grind competitive shooters like Apex Legends, and you can catch him live on Twitch.tv. Our common roots are from first-person shooters. We've been gaming together since our Counter-Strike days back in 2013, but we've fully moved on to Apex Legends by now. We both love esports and actively follow developments in the scene. We're already talking about gaming all the time anyway, so we recently decided it's time to make a podcast and talk about gaming with the rest of the world too. For our very first episode, we are going to discuss Streamlabs, the uh, company that creates software for live streamers and they're best known for their simple solutions regarding monetization and stream alerts. So Streamlabs got some bad press recently. Um, <laughs> some bad press. Man, they were under attack. Uh, yeah, they were under attack uh, for copying Lightstream, actually, uh, one of their biggest competitors. And Streamlabs came with Streamlabs Studio, a new concept for console streaming. Um, not that new because they copied the entire website of Lightstream as a landing page. The images were a little bit different. The text and the layout was uh, completely the same, and they even copied the, the testimonials. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. There wasn't a testimonial from a user on the Streamlabs website that said, I love li using Lightstream so much. <laughs> yeah, it was ac actually like a an exact copy. It was crazy. The interesting thing is like after that tweet of Lightstream, so many other companies also spoke up about their um, experience with Streamlabs as a company. So I think it was, yeah, OBS Studios said that Streamlabs uh, copied their name because shortly before uh, setting up Streamlabs OBS, they contacted OBS to check out if they could use their name uh, and they begged them not to, but they still did it anyway without any permission whatsoever. That's kind of that's crazy, actually. Like, and they, they tweeted about that, right? Yeah. Streamlabs is a fork from OBS because OBS is open source and it's a free streaming software. The core technology behind Streamlabs is OBS. So it does make a little bit of sense, you know, to mention that somewhere. It doesn't seem that weird to me, actually. But the, the weird part for me is that they asked them not to. And they didn't anyway. Like, you're using someone else's product to make your own product. And you get one simple request and you just... Which is fine in the open source sense. Ex exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's allowed. But it's weird that when that company you're using, like, that you're building on, is asking you to not use their name and you, you do it anyways? feels a little bit like there's a, a thing going on. I mean, Lightstream copy, OBS copy, it's a little bit the same, right? There's a pattern for sure. There's a little bit of a pattern, yeah. So I, rem I remember this when, when OBS uh, tweeted this out, and I remember some, some reactions as well. Uh, I think the biggest one was Pokimane, right? 
Dude, Pokemon blew this up. Like, that's the first person I read this from. For the people who don't know Pokemon, by the way, Pokemon has 600,000 followers on Twitter. She's a Twitch streamer, uh, amongst other things. And she has 8.4 million followers on Twitter. So it's, uh, on Twitch, sorry. So it's uh, a pretty big Twitch. She's a pretty big Twitch streamer, <laughs> I would say. Um, so if if you get some bad press from, from her on her Twitter, that's not what you want as a company. I can tell you that much. Um... And I think she tweeted, let me let me grab it right here. Um, Streamlabs better resolve the entire uh, thread of issues or I'll be asking them to take my face off the platform plus look for, to use another donation service. Those are pretty big words. Was she sponsored by Streamlabs? I guess she got some money from Streamlabs. I'm not 100% sure about this, but if your face is on their website, I guess they had, yeah. well, it's Streamlabs, but <laughs> I guess they needed permission for that, but... As we just heard, like they didn't have permission from OBS, so <laughs> they tend to do things without without permission. Yeah, so I'm not hundred percent sure. I guess they had, had permission for that. So I'm reading here that Streamlabs is actually has been around for quite a while now, since 2014, and they used to be known as Twitch Alerts, but of course they don't have any official affiliation with Twitch, so they had to change their name already once before. They changed their name from. Which alerts do Streamlabs OBS? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Somewhere in uh, early 2019. They went from Twitch alerts, a name that they don't have affiliation with Twitch, to Streamlabs OBS, where they are not allowed to use the name <laughs> of OBS as OBS requested. Like, that's the switch they made. It feels a little weird, to be honest. But, I mean, they have affiliation with OBS, right? There is affiliation. It's more than with Twitch. That's true, yeah. So is it is it the same amount of wrong? If you would call it wrong, is it is it wrong? Yeah, well, in both situations, you're basically infringing on someone else's uh, copyright. That's their that's their branding. It it feels weird. If it, it, yeah, it feels weird. And I wonder, I wonder. You you see a pattern? As we said, you're you're starting to see a pattern here, right? No, no, no like, wait, wait. I don't think it's quite a pattern yet. One time it? can be an accident. Two times is kind of sus. Yeah, but if you have it three times, three well, times that's the pattern. We it just so happens there is a third time. No, they took it from Elgato as well. Do you know Elgato? I know Elgato. I got a stream deck right here. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, I got a stream deck right <laughs> here, and uh, uh, what is it? The mic arm. That's it. That's exactly the product they uh, they stole the name from. From the stream deck. They had a Streamlabs the... uh, deck as well. But they changed that name as well. I'm assuming. Uh, yes, I think they had to. Once again. Once again. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So I guess we established there. There is a little bit of yeah. a pattern here. Lightstream, OBS, and now Elgato. That's a pattern. Yeah, that's a pattern. Okay. So is there a cultural thing going on in Streamlabs? It makes you wonder what kind of people work there. I am one. I'm thinking about it right now because I can't imagine you're doing this by accident three times in a row. So in three years' time, you have three situations where you have to change your name. You should at least learn as a company, right? Like, or as a manager or as a CEO or, or whoever is in charge there. And that makes me wonder as well, um, like if you look at the consumer end of Streamlabs, Streamlabs, as we said, is a live streaming software. So the people using Streamlabs, like your customers, are streamers, are influencers, are YouTubers, are social media yeah. persons, you know? People who have... A lot of power generally in this industry. Exactly, exactly. And also they tend to find the public eye really important. If a company like is actively, I would quote unquote, stealing 
other people's products, copying other people's work, that's not something your customers are going to be happy about, right? Even if it wasn't something as blatant as, as what they're doing right now, I feel like even if you made one streamer unhappy, they could very easily um, change the public's opinion about that company. Because if streamers are good at anything, it, it's, you know, it's engaging with the public. Yeah, that's what for they're sure. getting paid for. It's interesting to think about, honestly. It's time we can take a look at the, the company, like the people behind Streamlabs itself. Yeah, sure. I, I read that Streamlabs was actually bought out or like sold to Logitech. Um, you want to look at that or you want to look at like sure, yeah. the employees you mentioned before earlier? No, I'll, I'll take a look at the Logitech. <laughs> they take a look at Logitech. Okay. Um, what I found was that they uh, were s uh, sold to Logitech. It was for $89 million, uh, which is an enormous amount of money. Yeah. I was thinking about that, right? You have a mother company, Logitech Services, which is, which is huge, owning Streamlabs, which in its turn owns other companies. If you look into it, uh, it has multiple like smaller companies under it. And I was thinking, how does Logitech look at this? Because if you search the web, like if you search this latest thing, for example, the Lightstream situation where they copied the website, the landing page, there is nowhere, nowhere in those tweets, in those threads, nowhere in the, in the reddits or whatever is Logitech responding. And I didn't expect them to, like, let's be honest, they don't want the bad press, but <laughs> they want to stay clear of this one. Exactly. Exactly. But should they stay clear? Like, if you think about it, they're not directly responsible for what's going on. But if a company would make a mistake, I would never look at the mother company, honestly. But if you have a pattern of this big starting to like pile up at some point, mama's got to say, you got to come home, kid. Let's, let's talk, you know? Someone needs a spanking. Yeah, exactly. What's going on? Now you'd think that this is something they would look at if you're investing and buying a company. Yeah. Right. And it makes me wonder how many other companies does Logitech own that are having, you know, similar sort of gray, uh, business practices. Yeah, not only also, Logitech, uh, like it could be other companies as well. Like I'm thinking yeah. about the whole gaming industry or like even bigger than that, like, like I mean, legally, legally like you can't do anything. Now there is a huge amount of venture capital that's just looking to be burned. Yeah, true. There's so many people looking to invest in this new streaming thing with esports that's growing. So it makes sense that you're just prioritizing growth and then we'll figure out the, the ethics thing later doesn't work that way it it doesn't seem to be working very well if that's what they're doing but I what's don't know. the dollar amount you said 89 million right 89 million right so according to Glassdoor, yeah. when i look up Streamlabs, they have 51 to 200 employees somewhere between that 51 till 200 okay yeah got it so it's a it's a medium business so if you take the lower end so you have 50 people yeah, you could sh you could share that ninety million, <laughs> and every person could have one point eight million dollars just sitting in their bank account. That's crazy. And they're not going to do that because you know you need company money. Even if they have two hundred people working there, everyone could get half a mil. Half a. They're basically paying half. If you think about it like that, they're paying half a mil per person for the company. That's the Silicon Valley money, baby. That is Silicon Valley money, literally. Let's, let's look into this, those employees. Yeah. You mentioned them before, like we're talking about them now. Like if we, if we would spend that 89 million on them, what are you buying yeah. then? What are we talking about? So it, here's the funny thing. If you look at their, their own websites, oh, yeah. they, it's all rose colored. 
they show a Glassdoor review with a 4.4 company rating out of five stars. That's good. Uh, you see on the websites, you see funny pictures with developers and their cats and their custom coffee mugs. So you think like, oh, this is a really fun tech company to work for. Yeah, I might um, even apply for a job. <laughs> now hold your horses. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I knew the other shoe was going to drop, so let's go. Yeah. So it turns out there are a couple of ex-employees who spoke up on Twitter. Um, I'm reading from two people who are one by the name of Ixshan XP and the other from Superyan, who are both confirming that people were fired because they spoke up against unethical business practices. And they basically got rid of the entire marketing team. Which because is because they spoke up. Yeah. Which sounds insane that you can just fire an entire department. Because they didn't agree with the way things were going, like as in like the decision that were being made. Exactly. Let, let me quote uh, Twitter user Superian here. Yeah. During my time at Streamlabs, so many people in marketing were reprimanded, put on PIP plans and slash or fired for speaking up against unethical business practices to the point where they basically got rid of the entire marketing team by late 2018. That's, that's insane. And I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about the fact that you just said on their website, it says empathy and truth seeking. <laughs> and <then Yeah. laughs> it's like, yeah, we're an inclusive company, but we fire anyone that disagrees. Yeah. It's also funny to see how they I said like, oh, they technically they didn't break any rules yeah. with OBS, with the naming instance, but now they're still changing the name to something else. So that's not due to a lawsuit. That's all because of public pressure. It's kind of funny that that didn't blow up until now. Like it's only because Lightstream made the meme about them stealing their, uh, their website that yeah. OBS gained this much attention about the issue. OBS didn't even spoke out about it, spoke up about it. Even though they had so much problem with so many problems with this. Yeah. Did you, did you read about like people actually coming to OBS complaining while they should be at Streamlabs? Mm. I don't know if you read about that, but there was, there were actually people like, uh, like customers who had mm. problems with payments or whatever. And they went to OBS project like OBS to like say customers from Streamlabs. Yes, customers from Streamlabs OBS, as it was called back then. Now Streamlabs yeah. Streamlabs desktop. They went to OBS and right. said, Hey, we're not getting paid by you. And OBS was like, You're not even our customer, bro. You gotta go <laughs> to Streamlabs. <laughs> and that didn't happen once. That happened multiple times. Like customer support getting screamed at over their phone because they didn't get the the, the customer no didn't get way. paid. But they're not even customers from that company. You know, you might have a trademark issue when... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Respect for Lightstream for finally speaking up. And what's even more amazing is that the entire like Twitch community went with this and pretty Just much overnight it. changed the reputation of Streamlabs. For sure. In the beginning, when, when way back when, when I started streaming, like way back when, like 11 months ago, 12 months ago, oh. um, I used Streamlabs. And, uh, for me, the reason of changing was like subscription canceling was really hard. And also I thought stream elements was a little bit more advanced, uh, although a little bit more difficult. That's also, by the way, the reason why a lot of people use stream labs. It's so thing, simple. It? It's so simple to get in. Just a snazzy little yeah, it's just, interface. Basically it's a plug and play, you know? Um, uh -huh. and that's what they do. Um, but I switched and looking back right now, 
I'm glad I'm not there anymore. And I've seen a lot of people on, on the socials saying the same, like, how can I swap to stream elements? Can someone help me do that? Because they just want out, you know? And, and that's all because of public pressure. Mm. One Grand Theft Auto speedrunner by the name of Dark Viper uh, actually live streamed his cancellation of Streamlabs, which was hilarious to watch because it was incredibly difficult. Like this guy speedruns Grand Theft Auto, uses yeah. the most insane in-game strats and techniques, and he has difficulty canceling a subscription on your that, website. That, I mean, that's saying something. That's amazing. I love that. Did he try to speedrun the cancellation? <laughs> speedrun cancel any percent yeah yeah uh nice Dude, where does this company culture even come from is it the tech company thing i think i have some examples from uh major tech companies i don't know if this is the case with logitech and streamlabs but i remember reading a story once about um amazon who was just in the engineering phases of building alexa which is you know a huge product of them right now. But uh, in the beginning of their engineering, they set up meetings um, with other companies, even as far as like potential investments, really seriously. And they scheduled these meetings just so they could hear the technology that their competitors were using. And oh, they yeah. took the information and they used it for themselves. I think I, think I heard Streamlabs also did that. I think it was Warp World. Who tweeted oh, that? Oh, it the crypto company? It's, it was a crypto company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cryptocurrency donation. Uh, I guess Streamlabs was like, okay, we need a new way to donate. Like you have uh, PayPal and everything. Uh, let's get crypto in here. And oh, that's uh, pretty clever. Yeah. And one up, oneupcoin.com is already a like donation service for cryptocurrency. So they were like, um, let's, let's talk to you about that. Like, let's maybe we can bring our businesses together and like have you take care of that end. Uh, so they had had conversations with uh, with them, but they uh, just took the information and dropped out, basically. So it's not Damn, that's rough. Like as you said, it's not uncommon. Amazon do did it, and I think Google did it for Sonos as well. It's 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 another gray area, you know. And that's what's starting to bother me when looking at Streamlabs, but also maybe looking at the broader picture. Maybe it's culture in in the in the whole tech world. I hope not, but could be. Worldwide phenomenon, you know, corporate corporate espionage is as old as humanity. So I guess it really comes down to the people you work with and making sure that the people behind the company and not just their products, but the people are also knowing what they're doing and, and making sure everything's going yeah, in a responsible manner. I think that's that's a beautiful ending, to be honest. Wouldn't awesome. you agree? Okay. I do. I think we discussed everything. I think we discussed everything. I think uh, that's, a, that's a good ending. And uh, I, I would personally stay clear of Streamlabs at the moment, but uh, I don't have to say that, I guess. Um, okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, we appreciate it very much. And we'll be back uh, next week, I guess. Right, Famita? Thanks for tuning in. See ya.